uh, at times I'm like, uh, kids a little wild. Kids a little wild at times. But like there are games like, where Saturday, JK looks like, lost. Yeah, there are games. And there it's are different games. because I I believe He's playing when a you have a ball in your hand, you you're gonna look more acclimated to the offense if exactly. you're a, a point guard as opposed to a wing player. It's hard and, to get going as a, a wing lot player. More that season. I acknowledge. And a lot more college seasoning. Well, that's but, but, but Jinsky, yeah. we got to be careful here. He's playing a lot of minutes, and the Clippers figured him out, and they went at him Saturday. No, they went at him. I don't think anyone thinks he's you know? the answer, right? So I'm just you know, using him as a comparative right. piece. No, I, when I, I talk I, about. I understand about what him. you're doing. And then obviously, why I understand what you're bust. doing, but that you talk about that runway. Kaminga hasn't gotten that runway. Whether or not he is lost to the sauce at times. Look, Thursday night he played very well against the Clippers. He was efficient, six and nine. He scored twenty one. He was rebounding. It was like, wow, look at J.K. taking that next step. And then Saturday, he gets 16 minutes. You know, so the inconsistencies with minutes, and he gets in his own head thinking, boy, I'm not even playing yet. But, but I want to go. But here's to uh, real quick before you go to that sound there has to be some give, and then someone else on the other end has to take a little. So who is the person that well, he is playing with this, at their expense? Is it Wiggins or Clay? This has to be on Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has to make, because Steve Kerr admitted that it was wrong to pull Moody in the Sacramento game. Uh huh. Steve Kerr obviously went with his veterans. Steve Kerr has got to adapt and say, you know what? Let me ride these youngsters a little longer. Now, he had to ride Pajinski. I get it. Chris Paul's out. Yeah, and he th played 37 minutes, and he has some moments. But, boy, in that third quarter, James Harden said, please, you want to you wanna, you wanna keep, keep this kid in front of me? It was not a good night for him defensively in that game. It well, was not. The other element, which I, I think we've kind of actually undersold, it's like you lost a 23-year-old who played every game for the last three years in Jordan Poole. We could talk about all the things he's not. Right, but availability and just being a ball handler and a, oh. and a consistent scorer, like there is, there's something to be said for playing every game. Well, no, there's something to be said for scoring twenty a night in the NBA. Andre Iguodala said you're he right. had a bad you're year; right. and he scored right. twenty points a game. No, you're and people right. laugh at that. You're right. People laugh at that like it's so easy. Oh, he scored twenty points a game. Ah, blah blah blah. But he was a guy who could get to the free throw line and break down the defense. He was a headache. There's no doubt about it at times. It's undeniable. Well, but like, I, I just wonder why he became a headache. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. That doesn't excuse uh, all of his decisions. I wonder why. Court, you get punched in the face. If I ever punch no, you in the face, no, the I mean, show would be done, Shasky. Of course like, it would. Seriously. But, but, but be like... He's not a perfect ah. player. He was an ascending player, and we he's gave not. him up for a 38-year-old who's more injured. And although he's a very good player, and I really like Chris Paul, that was your one trade piece. And you've got slower. And older. So Paul And Pierce, less available. So here's Paul, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Garnett, do they need to make moves? Do the Warriors need to make moves? What do you do? What's the solution to all this, Pete? Did you break this up? You got to make a trade, bro. And two, it's too, make a trade. too heavy on Steph. I still believe in Steph. I believe in I believe too. in Draymond that you can still build around them if you put the right pieces that they can win a championship. But you got to make some moves. As currently constructed, this team is barely a playoff team. I know. This team is not a playoff team. It's not a playoff team. At all. Well, a play-in no. team? No. Not at well, all. We, well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm just, I'm just watching teams get better than them. So... Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. What, what's the name of Kevin Garnett's podcast? It was on Showtime. Uh, it's really I, – I love KG. I know some people don't like him. I love KG because he gave you everything he had every single night on the basketball court. But are they a playoff team right now? 888-957-9570. And I may agree with them. Right now, number one is Minnesota. They're 15-4, and four, and they're rolling. They look hungry and young. And they, it looks like Gobert has unlocked the fountain of youth for Defensive Player of the Year. KG certified. KG certified is the podcast. 
and you can watch it on YouTube. KG certified, really good. So Minnesota's 15 to four, number one. Oklahoma City, who we'll see Friday night again for the fourth time this season, and they just swept the Warriors to Chase Center. Young They're and 13 hungry. and six, young and hungry. With with, wow. I mean, they they might have three of the more fun players in the league right now. All right. SGA, Giddy. I know Giddy's got stuff yeah, going on, yeah. and <laughs> obviously Chet Holmgren has been outstanding. Jaylen Outstanding. Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. Yes. Jalen Williams from Arkansas. One, the shooters off the bench. Lou Dort. Isaiah Joe. Yeah, Lou Dort's playing well. Yeah, torture Chamber. Uh, it's no, the best nickname right now. Number three in the West. It's the Denver Nuggets. They're the champs. <laughs> With the, only the best player on the planet. Yeah, and they're 9-0 at home. And, Good luck and beating them at Denver. Not even playing close to No, the they're, they're, they're coasting right now. They're 5-5 five five in their last 10. They're two games out of first place. Then you got the Lakers. As much as I don't like the Lakers... I know the Lakers will make a move, and they still have LeBron and AD. It also Reeves compliments them well, and they're a factor. They're a tough team to beat in a seven-game series. When AD plays well, like you're remind, like last night, what do you have, like 25 and 15 or whatever, 15 whatever it was. rebounds, yeah, yeah it's, it's 27. Like, he's just a monster. Nurkis was a non-factor. I mean, <sighs> Nurkis was a non-factor, so the Lakers are a problem. He's a monster. And they're better than the Warriors. Well, in Austin, like they've got nice role players that yep. understand. Hey, if I got to start, I'll start. If I got to come off the bench, I come off this. Like there doesn't seem to be. I don't know. They they just all seem to be on the same page. So then you get the Sacramento, Dallas, and Phoenix. We haven't seen Dallas yet. We know about Luca and Kyrie, Tim Hardaway Jr. We'll see about them. Phoenix. They beat the Warriors twice already. We'll see them next Tuesday night. Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker playing at a very high level, and then you get Sacramento, who the Warriors are two and one against, but that. They're a lot closer. That gap ain't that wide between Sacramento and the Golden State Warriors, if it is a gap at all. And then you get the Clippers, who are trying to figure things out. They're 6-4 in the last 10. And you get the Pelly Pels. Trey Murphy III is back. Herb Jones is back. And they dismantled Sacramento the other night. They've dismantled Sacramento three times in the last three weeks. So as you read all of those off. Oh, and then one more team. Yes. Because the Warriors are now 11th in the West. <laughs> you know who's in 10th place? The Houston Rockets. Wow. They're eight nine. Well, you struggled to put away. They're, now the Rockets are funny. They're eight and one at home. They're zero and eight on the road. <laughs> but Emo Duncan, them, they're no punks. That's for sure. Bonte, so after you've read off all of that and where the Warriors lie in terms of the standings, are they a playoff team? I, I have. I mean, by by playoff, you mean play in? Like they're not even a play in team right I now. I know, but you're asking me seven eight nine. Uh, you know, seven eight and then nine right. ten. Sure, they're a play-in team. That's pretty disappointing. Mm. I just think they're underperforming, and I think that they've got some redundant parts, and they need to they need to provide clarity. They, they've got too many too many what ifs up in the air. Well, what if should I should I start this guy? Should I play this guy longer? Should I close with that guy? Right. They need a clear pecking order, and right now I don't think that they have it. And it feels like you have older players that are in transition, and you have younger players who will never get the benefit of the doubt because of the way that the pecking order is going right now. Now, Clay Thompson, and I want to ask you about Steve Kerr in a second, Shasky, because I'm with you. I, I think you got to shorten the rotation. You got to find some cohesion here. Just clean you got guys need to Just know clean who it to up. play exactly. Yeah. And that sounds a clear. Kerr. So there's a Steve Kerr question for you in a second. But before we get to the sound, what uh, KG certified about Clay Thompson. His last seven games have been a little bit better. They've been clunky at times, but in his last seven, Clay Thompson shooting 41% from the floor and 40% from three. He's scoring 19 a game, four and a half rebounds, three assists. You see the effort, and I know we don't pay guys for effort. We pay them for production, but the production is there the last seven games. There's no doubt Clay Thompson can't defend at the level he used to defend at. I'm not dismissing that, and 
you know, is there a bench conversation for him? Sure. I think it's a conversation for everybody outside of Stephen Curry. That's, I, mean, that, that's I would what agree it with is that. what it is. Yeah, I would agree with that. But Paul, Paul Pierce and KG on Clay struggling since the injuries. So Clay Thompson was a, a, a great two way player. Yeah. And I thought at first his defense was ahead of his, sh- his scoring. Then he became a dynamic scorer mm-hmm. who could still defend. Wiggins, I'm not calling him that dynamic scorer, but he was definitely supposed to step in and take the burden of whoever's the best guard yeah. of the night. If they playing Luka, uh, uh, Clay, go play, um, go play somebody else. Uh, Wiggins to take Luka, blah, 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 right? right? All, All the down. tough matchups. Yeah. And he hasn't panned out, P. Dealing with the injuries, the miles, you know, all that he's been through. That's why they brought a Wiggins in. But Wiggins ain't took that challenge to where I need to be the second in charge behind Curry to where Wiggins should be out there giving you 20, 25 a night at this stage because he's young legs. He's still athletic. You know, he ain't got the same miles as these other guys. And he ain't stepped up. So they're putting it on Wiggins to step up. Well, Wiggins is in his prime. Yeah, he needs to step up. But to me, like, we could point fingers at individual guys. I'm kind of with the overall, you know, the overall theme of the of where we're – there's a lot of guys that are either inconsistent right. or underperforming. So, like, it, it, Wiggins is a, is a big part. I don't want to say that he's not. But it's not all on Wiggins. It's definitely not all on Clay. You know, I, Draymond's been better. But, Draymond, you got suspended for five games. You know, that didn't help the team. Um, you know – Steph Curry is minted. He's certified. Steph Curry had the ball multiple times mm. at the end of that game, of the Clipper mm. game, and didn't get the greatest looks. Nope. And and I don't know. Look, there have been multiple. I, look, I love Steph. Steph's still at his, at his all-time high. Something's going on with the turnovers, yep. and it's not just on him because personnel dictates a lot of this. Yep. He's getting blitzed to death right no now, doubt. and and he's no as sloppy as he's ever been. Yep. So he needs to be more prepared yeah, for no what doubt. the defenses are prepared. And I'm yeah, not, you're right. I'm no. not trying to crush. We love no, no, Steph. No, 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 no. Well, but let's call us right. Spade. Even Steph will tell you exactly. He can't turn it over. I just feel like we're going at Clay game. and Wiggins, and no, I, yes, no. they're a big part of it. No, like, no, my lead dog is. He, he hasn't performed in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go. So he, like, like he, I expect him to. Well, in the last week. Yeah, in the last. Week, in that's the last what I mean. Week, in the last, in the last week, week. In the last week. You get Sacramento. Okay, see, okay, you get Yeah, yeah. You get you get to Sacramento. You don't. You turn the ball over. Draymond and Steph has some atrocious turnovers <laughs> in the last that. few seconds. You get a, you get a missed shot there from Steph, and then you get the pass to Draymond Green. And look, the shot was fine. Draymond Green shot fifty percent for three in the month of November. He's actually oh. shooting the ball a lot. He was four of I eight can't against the Clippers. Shooting. He looked amazing. He's four of eight against the Clippers. Saturday afternoon. And that's Mully, why I like the song. has been saying that, and I've kind of echoed Bully sentiments. Chris Muller, that is, shoot the three ball yes. seven to eight times. I'm with you. I have no problem with it. If you make half of them, great. It's awesome. It's awesome. But does a move need to be made? And then it gets to Steve Kerr. Has Steve Kerr done the best job this season as head coach of the Go to State Warriors? Um,. No. How would you assess his job no, through? I, I think games? it's I think it's really easy for me to sit here and nitpick not fouling in the OKC game and nitpick you know taking Moody out, uh, nitpick you know lots of little things, not playing Kaminga more or specific lineups and things like that. Maybe playing the two big lineup way too much for my liking. There is a lot of things that we get Corey Joseph minutes at times over Pajemski, but here's here's where I would come back to. I'm looking at the roster that he's being dealt, and I would say, I'm not sure how many coaches in the history of the game would be maximizing this team. Like, yeah. what? 
I, I, who do you think is the best coach ever? It would be between Phil, Popovich, Pat Riley. Okay. Old names that and, I would and, have. I mean, and, and, and look, we could say Red Arbach. Got to throw him in there. Got to throw him in there. Red Holzman. Even if you um, want to throw the guy in Miami, you know, Spolstra in Spolstra, there. Spolstra. Fine. You know, so, so but like, even if we, all those guys are coaching right. simultaneously, what are they? Two or three wins better? Maybe. You think more? Well, Pop, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question to answer. Because guys have been really it's inconsistent tough, and unavailable. Because I think game by game, Spolster's game plans, he'll still win here and there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you look up. You look at the Miami. But he's he, cutthroat, B. He's cutthroat. He is. I mean, this is and a he'll man. bitch about it. He'll bitch. That's what I'm saying. You know, he'll bitch a Wiggins. Know, like, he'll bitch a Clay if it, if it needed uh, to come to that. Yeah, and I'm not saying we sh- they should bench Clay or bench Wiggins. I'm not saying that at all. But that's where, like, so you're you're at, I don't know. Like, you can't be loyal and then say, well, the coach is underperforming, but right. I but I prefer loyalty. Like, right. I just think Steve Kerr's in a really tough spot. I think he's juggling a lot of plays. And, and he's in a contract here. I, yes. And I, he's in a contract here. I don't here, think which, he's which, been excellent. Know, yeah, I don't think he's been excellent. I'm trying to no. this I'm like a word salad here. Right. I don't think he's been excellent. But Bonte, I also don't think he's been served a great dish. I, I would say this. I would say this. And I, it's hard for me to say because I've never been in that position before. But if I'm entering a contract year, you know, whether it's at 957, NBC, you gotta let it fly. You gotta just do you. You gotta go out guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give everything you got and just say F it. And right now, I want to see Steve Kerr do that. What does that mean? Just say, what does that mean? If it means if Moody's rolling in crunch time, I can't pull him. If Pajinski's rolling in crunch time and Chris Paul's over there and he's having a better game, you know what, Chris Paul, you're not playing. If Kaminga's rolling and you got to bench Clay and Wiggins in crunch time, then damn it, so be it. They got to sit on the bench in crunch time. You got to roll. You got to win games, man. It's about winning. It's a production-based business. Joe Lacob, I know, wants to see some of the youngsters. So then he look- wants to win. How do you think Joe Lacob's feeling right oh, now, no. paying all these taxes I, for this roster, I a nine and eleven roster? He's, he's frustrated, frustrated because the expectation coming into the season, and we haven't heard this word recently: connectivity. We haven't heard that in the last couple of weeks with the Golden State Warriors. So, but here, here, it's easy to say that, and I agree with you in the moment. Yes, all those things. But as a coach, don't you also have to balance out the emotions yeah, and no the individuals? Doubt. You know what? And you might lose a guy for the well, entire year well, based off who they are. You know what? You know what? The rotations today, right, with Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins, it's going to get a little more complicated. Yeah. you got to have tough conversations, and then it's on the player to check themselves. Okay. Whether it's – I don't care who it is. You name a player. They've got to check their ego. I would agree with that. And if you're a team player, you have to do what's best for the team. You have to do what's best for the team. Now, it's different with David Lee because, obviously, Kerr, that wasn't Kerr's guy, and Kerr came in as a first-year head coach, but David Lee was the ultimate team guy and said, Draymond's got my spot. I don't have a spot on this team. You know what? I'll be the best team that I could be. I'll be Guys got to chuck it. They got to suck it up. Because it's about winning games. Now, we can. I know everybody wants to point, pinpoint Clay again. I'll read the numbers again over his last seven. If you look at Andrew Wiggins, you look at Clay Thompson, and you had to pick between the two, and I'm not, I don't want to put, I don't want to mm-hmm. pit the two together. I'm not trying to do that. But Clay's been better over the last seven. Andrew Wiggins is still shooting 26% from the three-play line. And I think on this roster that wants to play a lot faster and wants a lot more spacing, I choose the shooter over the guy who's struggling with the shot. 
So I'm choosing Clay Thompson, who's shooting 40% from three in his last seven and giving you 19 points per game over what Andrew Wiggins is doing. So let me play the doubles advocate. They've had Clay Thompson to close almost every one of those games, and they've had consistent failures scoring in the half court in the fourth quarter. So and and not getting certain stops. So like I, I feel like we're all tiptoeing around like yes Wiggins has been not good and I'm not here to like cape up for Wiggs like quite honestly I feel like Wiggs is the piece who, of it. so who has the ball to, who has the ball in their hands at crunch time in the half court well it's to primarily Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry and who else and whoever Draymond else CP3 and Draymond Green right? and, well Draymond Green yes you're right. right no you're right you're right I've, I don't know why I didn't even think of him so so the floor spacing still it's a little better but it's not that much better and it's not going to get better if you pull Clay and you play Wiggins. Now, I get if you want to make the defensive argument, fine. But Wiggins hasn't defended at that level no. this season. No, no. So, no. how much defense am I really getting from him? No, but I think I, where I guess I get confused is that like anyone can come out at any time, but not him. Who? Clay? Yeah. No, I, I said that. I just no, think that it's no, all. No, no, nobody said that. Nobody said that at all. We, we had the conversation Wednesday night. Nobody was listening to me when I said. Clay should have been a guy out in 426. Not Andrew Wiggins. Should have been Clay. I said that. He was one to five in the second half, three points in the second half after having a dynamic first half scoring 17. And I said, if I had to pick and choose a guy who should have came out at that basketball game at that moment, it probably should have been Clay Thompson. So nobody's saying that Clay's untouchable in crunch time. Nobody's untouchable outside of Stephen Curry. And you're probably not going to touch Draymond Green because he is your communicator on defense. So everything else is fair game. And I've said that over and over and over again. And I knew this would be a problem this year. It wasn't about who's starting. It's about who's finishing the damn basketball game. And Steve Kerr mentioned it back on October 24th. I'm going to go by feel. I'm going to go by flow. Well, it looked like Saturday he did that. Because he went with Pajimski down the stretch. Which I, I commended him for. And and their and best Moody. player and their best player didn't execute in the final couple possessions. Exactly. Now it's not all on him. They also hit really good shots on the other end. Paul George. I mean, right. It, it was a spectacular performance by him late in that game. So I don't know. I just I'm looking at these common denominators, and I I don't I don't know what like again. It's not all on one guy at any point. But when you lose, uh, and the way that you're losing in terms of executing on both ends of the floor in the end of games, fourth quarter, some's got us we gotta shake some stuff up. Right. Like they've already kind of shaken up the double big lineup and I'm glad it's a little over, long overdue. I'm I'm good to see it like playing out. And Sarich, here's the thing with Sarich like Sarich only works for a short period of time against certain teams. Right. Like Sarich isn't a cure all, you no. know? Like so that goes back to like, the overall roster to me is a little flawed. Like do you start Sarich against DeAndre Ayton tonight? <sighs> That's not a matchup I like. Now, on the flip side, Sarge could get Aiton out of the paint. He'll stretch Aiton out. And get Draymond and, some good looks. And either Aiton sags in the paint and Sarge gets wide open threes, or Aiton p- pulls up on Sarge, gets in the face, and all of a sudden he creates open lanes. And all of a sudden you don't have room protection. So there's a give and take there can, with can, DeAndre Aiton. Can this roster right now have a winning record by Christmas? I don't know. Well, let's look at the schedule. Uh, we could play the schedule game here because, honestly, <laughs> we're 20 games in. Yeah, I know. And we, we're kind of know GMs, coaches know what kind of team they have. Got about 20 games in. left. Ugh. So you got – that's fine. We need that because Giants baseball, it could be much better. No, no. What, I, what <laughs> uh, I'm saying put, is, no. is that a big chunk of the season has occurred. Yeah, 20, 20 games in. So you get Portland tonight, OKC Friday, Phoenix Tuesday. You get the Clippers again on Thursday in L.A. Then you get Brooklyn. Then you get Portland again. Then you get Boston. 
You get the return of Jordan Poole, and you get Portland again, and then you get Denver on Christmas Day. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Ten games, ten games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten games until Christmas. You said a winning record. Yeah. So they basically have to go seven and three to have a winning record. Mm-hmm. Can you win the two games against Portland? Well, you got three games at Portland during the stretch. You got to win all of them. You got to win all of them. You have to beat Washington. That's a favorite. I mean, like in terms of like, if you're looking at odds, I like my odds in terms of who the teams are that you that you rattled off there. Like they should win some of these. But So that's four wins. Yeah. They have to win them all, though. They have to win them all. <laughs> they that's have four. to win them all. Figure you got to beat Brooklyn on a Saturday night at home. Even though they got some dudes. They got some dudes. <laughs> See, this is where I struggle. It's hard <laughs> to say anything is a guarantee. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get here. So I'm trying that, to get to. That's why then I you get the Clippers I, I, I again. Know, and then you get in then you're in the valley again against Phoenix and you got OKC on Friday. I just feel like you never know. Oh, by the way, the Boston Celtics is probably playing better basketball than anybody in the league. You ever watch that episode of Sopranos where Chris and Paulie go into the woods and they're trying to track down the Russian guy who they were gonna kill? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the all-time great episodes. Yeah, yeah. And they're walking around the woods, and they keep walking in a circle. The guy who was uh, messing with uh, uh, his wife, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, with and, the ponytail. Yes. <laughs> and they keep walking in a circle, and, and, they're, and they're getting colder, and Chris is getting hungrier, and Polly's getting more irritated, yep. and yep. Chris got hit with the shovel, and so his mm-hmm. head's bleeding and going crazy. That's what I feel like what this year's Warriors team is. It's like they're walking around in a circle, and they think that they're about to find the road. They think they're about to find their car, and it's like we're just stuck in this vortex, yeah. and we need Tony Soprano well, to come and save us. Well, Tony Soprano's dead, so he's not going to save us. Well, he at that point in the episode, us. he was busy. You know, with his guma. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's why I, I keep coming back to I'm telling you, man, I, I think they need a little tweak here. Well, 510, uh, the more in depth this convo gets, the more evident that there are too many holes in this team. <laughs> that's it's not a playoff team. So, are they a playoff team? We're going to talk to Anthony Slater in about 12 minutes, 11 minutes. And we could have a nice in depth conversation with Anthony Slater. Now, I'll pull up the Portland Trailblazers injury report in just a second because I got to find out who's in and out. They've had. We've had three days off. Um, I tried to check out the Warriors for a second because that loss. I'm telling you, Saturday afternoon, I was like, "Damn!" I'm driving home. For, and, and Moody did a great job, and you know, because there were some good that came out of that. Moody was good. Pajemski had Pajemski was good. Yeah, you know, there was some good. I, the flow. I thought, I thought Clay was good offense, at, at points in that game. Offense was good. He like, hit some big shots to stabilize the lead. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I think it was like three shots in a row to put them up 10-11. Like he, did. he had moments in that game. But boy, you blew a twenty-two play lead. I'm having a meltdown. No and lead the, is safe with this team right no, now. No, and and I, I almost had a meltdown Saturday watching that because I know everybody was out and about. They were having lunch, and there were people hit me up. I forgot the Warriors had a game. It's like, oh no, they had a game. All right. You want some positive? What's some Dre positive? has hit multiple threes in seven games this year. I know. Last year. He only did it six times. Well, the guys, notice the spread of those threes he's had the last few games. What? They're all in the first quarter. He's seven of eight from three in the first quarter of the last three games. He's one of five in all the other quarters. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, we're keeping it positive. So, so the script is working for him. So whatever Steve Kerr's <laughs> script is, the first quarter script is going exactly as planned. Oh. But once they deviate off the script, he can't play from behind. Great, Mongo. Bye-bye. 
I did not know that he was one of five outside of that. Yeah, That's I, did. Wow. I, I was trying to keep it positive. I was trying to put a positive trying, spin on it. I was it. trying to dress it up. Well, no, it just means that if you want to see Draymond hit threes, you want to get there early and get to your seat at tip off. Oh boy. Don't don't do that. So both don't Chris Paul that. and Wiggins are probable? Yes. All right. Probable. So if that's the case, it feels like to me, Dre, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, who's your fifth starter? Is it Sarich? Is it Moody? To I, me, again, okay. to me, I, I don't really care. I don't really care about who's starting and who's not. I just want to see how the rotation shake out. Are you going 11 deep? Are you going 9 deep? Who's getting 20 minutes? Who's getting 25 minutes? What about Moody, Pajewski, and Kamiga? Where are their minutes? Because they, because when we talk about lack of athleticism, and we talk about you know guys who can break down opposing players off the dribble, I need the youth infusion. I need these guys to play because they're getting to the 50-50 balls. Yeah, but that's got to come at the. Okay. That's what it, so that's what I'm saying. I feel so like I'm, Chrissy I, and Paulie were so, coming so back. I, and, so I see I'm, the same I, rock. So you asked me the question. I just gave it to you. I don't care about who starts. <laughs> who's getting minutes? And who's Who getting, is getting minutes? So, like, the common denominator of the second half uh, stumbles is what? Tired legs? Lack of execution? Not knowing your role? Fouling. Fouling? They started fouling again. That's what it is? They started fouling? Foul- well, they're the third worst team in the league at fouls well, per game. That, no, that is one of and, the many and, and, and so, things plaguing but them. But when you get turnovers and you get fouls, and you think about the third quarter in which the game flipped, Hart lived at the free throw line. Lived at it. What happened to when, oh, Steph gets blitzed, Draymond gets the ball kicked to him, and we just dismantle you from there. Where are all the knockdown shooters? Well, Wiggins is shooting 26%. Kamiga is shooting 25%. Moody's been one of your more consistent shooters, shooting 37.5%. Let's squeeze in Coach real quick in Vallejo. Coach in Vallejo uh, on the roast on 95.7 game. Coach, what's up, man? You got a solution? Uh, yes, I do, actually, and it's pretty drastic. But they need someone else to probably coach this team because Kerr is looking at this bunch as if they're 25 and 26 years old. I mean, it's and like uh, Shasky said, those fouls and things is because these old guys can't get there. Their legs are tired. You know, he looks at these guys just like if I were to ask you to uh, picture you're a prom queen in, when you were in high school. But when you see her at the grocery store, she's 45 years old now. And she does, and she's not the same. So I think that's what's happening with Kurt. <laughs> he's looking at these guys, <laughs> and he's looking at these guys. He's looking at like it's a twenty-five-year-old, you know, Clay Thompson, a twenty-four-year-old Draymond. No, he doesn't look at these guys as they are now. So I think we need another coach who could be a little bit more, you know, objective and not so, you know, wrapped up emotionally with the guys. Well, you may need, you may be getting another coach because he doesn't have an extension yet. And, you know, at the Warrior Summit, there's rumors where Dibley brought up a group said that, hey, Steve Kerr's going to sign his extension in three weeks. And here we are eight weeks later still waiting on an extension. So what is going on with the extension? You know what I always think about? And I actually think Dunleavy's first draft is looks right now, early returns are looks pretty promising. Solid. Solid. Yeah, it does. You know, I don't know what it'll end up being. I just keep thinking about, man, what was Bob Myers going to do? What was he thinking? What is Dunleavy going to do different from what Bob Myers was going to do? Are they on the same page in terms of their thought process? Well, obviously, Dunleavy doesn't have ties to the core, right? Does he? I don't think so. Clippers Clippers in that third quarter when they flipped that game, they outscored the Warriors 37-25. to 
They got to the free throw line eight times. Eight times. James Harden started getting comfortable. He had 15 in that third quarter. And it's tough for Pajewski because you try to stay in front of him. Harden's a crafty dude when it comes to fouling. But well, at the beginning of the year, yeah. I didn't have Pajemski guarding right. Harden in I game didn't 20. I, I didn't either. With the game on the line. I didn't either. But I don't know what Bob Myers would have done. We could ask Anthony Slater, though. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Anthony Slater coming up. But first, your injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Warriors could be a little healthier tonight against the Blazers, as Steve Kerr said yesterday that Chris Paul, who has missed the last two games with a nerve issue in his left leg, participated in practice and is probable for tonight's contest. Kerr also added that Andrew Wiggins, who slammed his finger in a car door last week, is also probable to play tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. Warriors try to get closer to 500. They're 9-11. and 9-11. This is one of those games you got to have. Don't forget the first 10,000 fans get a Draymond Green bobblehead. The Blazers. They are six and thirteen on the season. Six and thirteen. We'll see who they trot out there uh, on the on the floor tonight against the Golden State Warriors at Chase Center. The injury report brought to you by Boxer Gerson, another California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over forty years. What's coming up on the game? Sponsored by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. The one and only Anthony Slater.